Hello, everybody, and welcome to the For All podcast. This is Gabby. Gabby is my co-host today for the For All podcast on National Puppy Day. I'm up for adoption today, along with 16 other puppies at SBCA Tampa Bay. I am so happy that Eric is holding me because I have my own puppy cam. Okay, welcome. We are live on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm glad you guys could uh, manage my little puppy voice here with Dobby. How you doing, Dobby? You okay, buddy? He is the one of many puppies that approached me as I'm like, okay, who's going to go on the program with me today to talk to St. Pete Mayor Ken Welch, to talk about puppy care with Doc Lopez, to talk about Hills Pet Nutrition and Pet Walk, and to talk about Barking News here at SBCA Tampa Bay. That's right. We do have Barking News. That's what we call breaking news here at SBCA Tampa Bay. It is the barking, although this little guy can't really bark right now. He whimpers, and hopefully I'll be quiet long enough where you can hear him talk a little bit. We did have a big transfer and some big news from the St. Pete Police Department uh, that happened. That happened a couple weeks ago, but we did have a big puppy transfer come in on Monday, and that included more than 30-some animals. Actually, today, if you go to our website, we have more than 100 animals up for adoption. We have 42 dogs, including 17 right puppies. There. And uh, yeah, that does look like Dobby right there getting off the... Uh, the truck. We have 43 critters, including a goose and a quail, and we have about uh, 17 uh, plus cats, including a cat named Zorro. This transfer was a regularly scheduled transfer with one of our partners, their Whitfield County Animal Shelter in Georgia. Uh, they had a huge influx of puppies uh, from their community in only a couple of weeks, and a lot of them were owner surrenders, and obviously puppies coming in. They're not spay or neutered. So in the great words of Bob Barker, have your pet spayed or neutered. But when it's a puppy, there are some guidelines. And Doc Lopez will have more on that uh, in a little bit coming up. And we partner with this shelter and others like them to move the dogs from places to places as well. National Puppy Day. And I'm pretty sure, what time is it here, Dobby? It's 12.03. And we open up to the community in about 57 minutes. And that means guys like that on the screen, not all of them are up for adoption, the ones that came in off that transfer. But again, uh, 17 that I counted today on the adoption floor, they are probably lining up at our front gate. And what better day than to have puppies than on National Puppy Day here at SPCA Tampa Bay, the For All podcast. And that right there is puppy love, Dobby. That's right. Puppy love. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about uh, caring for these puppies and all animals. And they do a wonderful job. They are our presenting sponsor of our pet walk coming up on April 2nd. Joanne Fuller joins us from Hills Pet Nutrition at an undisclosed location in the heart of the USA. Joanne, how are you doing? I'm good, Eric. Good to see you this morning. Do you like my little guest? I do love your guest. What an adorable okay. dog. I'm, I'm going to let you do some talking, and we'll put you full screen while I uh, place Dobby down. But uh, any special puppy memories that you have? Let's let's start the conversation there on National Puppy Day that 
animals in your lifetime? I think that's a great question. And I will give you two. I, the very first, so for a long time in my family, uh, we were traveling a lot, didn't have the opportunity to have a dog or cat. We did have a lamb, believe it or not, at some point, which that's a long story. But um, my first puppy that I can remember was aptly named Princess Diana. That was during the period of time when Princess Di um, mania in the United States was at an all-time peak. And I have to, I think I, my middle sister actually named her Princess Diana and we called her uh, uh, Pie for short for some reason. But she was a little mixed breed, little terrier mix, not unlike Dobby, who I think you were holding there, Eric. And she was the highlight of our lives for a really, really, really long time. Great little pup and very fond memories. Most recently, I can tell you, my uh, my colleague, Allison Tripp, who works with me in the Food, Shelter, and Love program, is an avid foster mom. She fosters for our partner in Topeka, Kansas, Helping Hands Humane Society. And she recently fostered three, um, I'm going to say chihuahua mixes, because I can't think of what else they might have been. Right. And the tiniest little nuggets you can possibly believe, but grew up to be the three cutest puppies imaginable who look nothing like each other. So the mystery and the wonder of genetics that three little puppies who, who really, really did look like they were Chihuahua mixes that were about this big, literally grew up to be these three fantastic brothers who look not at all alike. Don't look like they're related in the least, um, but all had the same mom and dad. So those are two of my favorite puppy memories. One long-term, one long time ago and one shorter term. Well, later on at the end of our podcast, we did have a contest where we have a winner. Of, there was uh, several folks on social media submitted my dog then as a puppy and, you know, how they are now, you know, 11, 10, five years later and how much they've grown. So we do have a, uh, a winner there. Of course, uh, I think we had a lot of staff submit those photos. Awesome. So pay attention. Oh, I, I, I was not eligible. <laughs> That, that's my dog, Charlie. She was lab rescue. She was still six months then, so a little bit older than I guess you could say puppy. And she's probably only a little bit bigger now at 11 years of age and still has puppy attitudes running to the neighbor's yard to be with their pack. But let's talk about Food Shelter Love Program. How okay. much is that program how big is it to uh, put that in perspective for a lot of folks? Because they just know we're a part of it here at SPCA Tampa Bay, but this is a North America program. Please talk about that so people in our audience can understand this. This is huge. Absolutely. Topic that is near and dear to my heart. So Hills Pet Nutrition is a pet food company headquartered in Topeka, Kansas, that has a long, long history of supporting animal welfare across the United States, as well as in Canada and really around the world. But it all began back in 2001 when uh, one of our marketing directors at the time made a hard pivot away from uh, uh, actually what we were doing at the time, which was supporting a breeder program. And we made a decision as a company that if we were going to put money and resources into helping pets come into people's lives and into their homes, we really wanted to do that where pets needed that second chance to find love the most. And that was with shelters. And so 20 years ago, Eric, actually, that's the 20th anniversary of the Food, Shelter, and Love program this year. 20 years ago, Food, Shelter, and Love from Hills Pet Nutrition was born. And I'm proud to say that today we are actively supporting over 800 shelters across the United States and throughout Canada 
And when I say supporting, what we're doing actually is providing um, a very affordable science-led nutrition to feed all the dogs and cats at each one of those shelters to make sure in conjunction with the shelter love and care that that nutrition also helps them to be healthier, helps them to be happier and ready to find their forever home. Happy anniversary on the, the 20 years. Did the program get even bigger a couple years ago because of the pandemic and, and the need for some shelters? Like, look, we yep. need to get food now into our shelters and into our adoptive uh, parents' homes. I don't know that it got bigger, Eric, but what we did was we made a pivot like a lot of people did when the pandemic started. We have, many people don't know this, but um, we have a disaster relief network at Hills and our disaster relief network is actually made possible by our food, shelter and love program. So because we have this vast network of shelters that we connect with all across the United States and we provide nutrition to, when disaster strikes and shelters are inundated with pets or they're responding to the need in their community, one of the things that's most pressing about that need is the need for pet food. And so our disaster relief network provides free food to shelters if they are responding to a disaster that's impacted their community that has affected pets and people. And we all know that 2020 was the year of COVID and that was a disaster and has been a disaster like none that we've ever seen. And so what we did in 2020, like a lot of other organizations, is we changed the way that we were doing business. And for a period of time, we were providing food, pet food, through our disaster relief network to shelters like the SBCA Tampa Bay, who could take it and pay it forward into the community, but also pay it forward to other shelters throughout your area of Florida to make sure that pets in their communities also had this food. And it was an interesting program because I think one of the things I love about SPCA Tampa Bay is that you're also focused on making sure that pets that are already in homes in the community are able to stay there. And so when we provided the 15,000 pounds of food to SBCA Tampa Bay in 2020, you put that into your pet food pantry program to make sure the pets that were already in loving homes were able to stay there as a result of getting that nutrition amongst other things, and they never ended up in the shelter. So thank you so much for your partnership on that front. We no. really, really appreciate it. Thank you. I, I think our first order was 15,000 pounds in the uh right before the, the summer of 2020. And we did, it was a great collaboration, thanks to the partnership that we were able to bring in other organizations uh, to uh, sp spread the love of Hills Pet Nutrition. Now, I, obviously people may know Hills Pet Nutrition, they look at Hills Science Diet. What are some of the key initiatives that Hills has? Uh, obesity is one. I know for my dog, uh, she has some digestive issues uh, she uh, was not eating before, but then we put her on hills, and now she's like, it's time for dinner, and she's like the first one in line, the, my dog Charlie that I showed earlier. What are some of the key uh, reasons uh, Hills Pet Nutrition and some of the issues that they're trying to fight, like with dog obesity and pet health, period? Yep. So good question, Eric. So Hills has a very long history of, of being... Um, uh, working very closely with the veterinary community. So if you think about the different types of conditions that pets can get, uh, nutrition, we believe, has a role to play many times in helping to, to manage those conditions. We always, always, always encourage people to talk to your veterinarian for to, to get a nutritional recommendation because they really are the best source 
for that kind of recommendation on what is right for your pet based on the needs or opportunities that that pet has. But there are a couple, you're right, there are a couple of big things that we as a company have historically been focused on. We talked about one, right, which is helping to support the adoption of more pets through shelters and really work towards ending pet homelessness. But we also have another huge initiative that we engage in every year that we're just ending actually around ending pet obesity. And obesity in pets is really uh, an epidemic across this country. We all love our pets. And one of the ways that we show our love is through giving them treats and giving them food, which is great. But when it gets out of hand and the pet's weight creeps up and gets heavier and heavier and heavier, then just like people, excess weight can have an adverse effect on pets as well. And so we really want to, through the microphone that we have and through our partnerships with the veterinary community, to draw attention to the fact that obesity, uh, while we think that big pets are cute sometimes, there are a lot of adverse side effects. And so talk to your veterinarian, understand what your pet should weigh, and if they need to have a change in diet, then talk to your veterinarian about what would be the best recommendation for your individual dog or cat. Well, Pet Walk is, is coming up, and for folks, if they're looking for information on Hills Pet Nutrition, I know you guys will be representing and yes. here with us. I know you won't be here, but your, your team will be. What, what can we expect uh, from the team uh, that will be here from Hills Pet Nutrition and collaborating with uh, some of our guest participants? Well, first and foremost, I think support for SBCA Tampa Bay. We have a long, long history that we're very proud of, of partnership with your organization. We love the work that you do in the community in Largo, but outside of Largo and through the surrounding areas. So we are very, very proud to be partnering with you on the event. And then I think we're just going to be there to add to the day, to hand out treats, to do some other things, to make sure that people are having a great time and enjoying and more than anything that they want to continue to support the SBC of Tampa Bay and all the good work that you do in that area. So that's really the plan for the day. And I know it's going to be a fantastic event with great results. Awesome, Joanne. Thanks for joining us. I, Dobby's down here. I have to get the, the puppy cam going and I'm afraid if I reach over to pick him up, it'll be some annoying sound on my <laughs> microphone, but thank you for joining us. You're welcome, Eric. Thank you for having me. All right. National Puppy Day, Pet Walk, Hills Pet Nutrition. Go to PetWalk.org. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the mayor of St. Pete is going to join Dobby and I to talk about his adoptive pet, Sonny. Stay with us. Get ready for the 31st annual Pet Walk. Join SPCA Tampa Bay and help take care of animals in our community. Gather your friends and co-workers and create your Pet Walk team. Log on to PetWalk.org and register for free. Start fundraising for SPCA Tampa Bay in person or online. Your gift can make a difference in the lives of animals in our community. Celebrate with us at Northstrop Park on Saturday, April 2nd and walk with your favorite pet. I'm Ed Montaneri, St. Petersburg City Council. I'm here in North Straw Park with my dog, Jet, that I adopted from the SPCA. On April 2nd, we are having a pet walk here in downtown St. Petersburg. Did you know it costs $25 a day to house a pet at the SPCA? This event is a major fundraiser for SPCA Tampa Bay. To join is easy. Registration is free between now and April 2nd. You can start a team to help raise funds needed to care for animals at SPCA Tampa Bay. They'll have pet health experts, a fun walk around the park, and a pet costume contest. So I hope to see you and other pet lovers 
in on April the 2nd here in Straw Park. So Jeff, what kind of costume do you want to wear? Welcome back to the For All Podcast, National Puppy Day, and our special guest is the mayor of St. Pete, Mayor Ken Welch. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, nothing to bring a smile to your face like National Puppy Day. <laughs> That's right. Well, we have a bunch of them here at SPCA Tampa Bay. We had a transfer of about 30 the other day, but... You have one that's been on a lot of social media, your dog, Sonny. Please tell us how you two met. Well, it's a, a, a love story, actually. I, um, so I ran for mayor last year, and my, both my daughters, uh, Kenya and Kiana, I have been wanting to get uh, a puppy since our, um, our last dog, Simba, passed away uh, several years ago. And, you know, we won the election. And, you know, we started saying, okay, we need to start looking at puppies. And a lot of folks were saying, you know, you really should look at adopting. And so uh, we had a uh, friend, Mo Epley, over at Friends of Strays, um, who was helping us out. And I remember coming back from D.C., actually, coming back from the White House. And um, Sonny, someone had turned Sonny in, uh, left her at Friends of Strays. And literally, I got... Uh, to the airport, got my luggage and on the way home on 275, pulled off to go see Sunny. And the first time I saw her, you know, uh, we knew <laughs> uh, she was gonna come home with us. And she's just made such a difference uh, in the household. She's part of the family. Uh, frankly, the first person I go to when I go home is Sunny. Uh, and we go uh, play in the backyard for a while. So uh, uh, great decision. She's, she's a, uh, couldn't imagine her not being a part of the family. Okay, I have to ask you, since you mentioned your daughters and taking care of a new puppy can be a challenge. And I remember when my dogs were small and I have teenagers now, and sometimes I have to coax them, let's take the dog for a walk. Yeah. How much is the it a family, you know, taking care of Sonny? Really proud of the girls, because I emphasize that, that, that it's really like having a newborn baby. And uh, whether it's taking them to the vet or, you know, cleaning up poop or, or house training or, you know, it's, it's a real job. And, uh, they have been so good. Uh, especially my, my youngest, uh, Kenya, uh, they have really bonded and they've done an exceptional job uh, with Sonny. Yeah. I really have not had to be the lead, you know, person in taking care of her. And so, uh, and it's also increased the bond between them. It was really great to see that responsibility. That's awesome. Mr. Mayor, let me ask you any yeah. favorite places you like to go, because obviously, in Pinellas County and St. Pete, we have a lot of dog parks, a lot of dog beaches. Well, we, we do a lot uh, in our yard. Uh, we're redoing our backyard. That's her running space. She, um, mm -hmm. she loves to get back there and run, uh, take her for walks in, in, uh, around the neighborhood. She's starting to do some car trips now, some shopping trips uh, with my wife and daughters. She loves getting out. We haven't done a dog park yet because uh, I, I'm sure she suffers some trauma um yeah. originally because we can see that behavior sometimes when we take her um into a certain situation so we're really going slow with that but um she loves being outdoors you know they they're 
their sensory perception is so great that uh, you know she wants to see everything that's new, smell everything that's new. And obviously now being the mayor in St. Pete, but how passionate in your experience have you seen this business community and our community in general over dog-friendly places to go, whether it's a bar or the parks I was talking about earlier? Very passionate and um, really in terms of quality of life, we're seeing more and more requests for that. I'm seeing a request in, in our neighborhood newsletter in Lakewood Estates uh, a couple of weeks ago for dog park. I, I think uh, folks and really post COVID um, have really kind of reassessed quality of life issues and what's really important. And uh, for more and more folks, uh, being able to spend more time with that uh, furry part of the family uh, is, is very important. And a, a lot of support across the board for it. Are you seeing any other issues from your constituents coming up with, uh, hey, look, we need some some other dog friendly parks or leash laws or anything, the housing ordinances to make it a little easier for some people who might want to bring in a, a big dog or a smaller dog at, at different apartment complexes? Well, generally just, you know, pet friendly. They want us to be pet friendly as a community. And you see businesses on their own, you know, uh, moving in that mm -hmm. direction. Uh, whether it's one of my favorite uh, Chataways or, or many other uh, restaurants, you see them moving in that direction. So I just think it's, it's part of the kind of the evolution of what we look at as, as a family structure and, and what we um, do in terms of making sure everybody has that kind of equitable access for their family to be part of the community going forward. Well, it is National Puppy Day, and I don't know if the city of St. Pete says can't bring the dogs to work, but are is that the case or is there any puppies roaming around city hall today i need to check that but sunny will be coming to city hall um after she gets a little bit more and she's doing great with her house house training already but you know a good friend um jane caster in tampa uh has dessa i think is her name mm -hmm. and uh, when i went to visit her dessa's right in the cabinet room uh, she's over on her and uh, it just it's a calming type influence i think mayor caster said that as well so I'll look at your policy, but uh, if we need to change it, we will. <laughs> yes, bringing the, the dogs to work. We're very fortunate at SPCA Tampa Bay where we can just go downstairs and check out all the animals to be a calming gotcha. influence gotcha. for us. Anything <laughs> else to add on Absolutely. National Puppy Day, Mr. Mayor? No, uh, just in, enjoy the, the furry part of your family. And uh, thanks for everybody that's out there supporting uh, uh, all our animals, folks like Friends of Strays and SPCA and so many others that are uh, really doing important work. And uh, I'm so thankful that we have uh, added uh, Sonny to our family as well. Best decision we ever made. Awesome. And we're glad that uh, we did see a, a news report. We were a little late here with SPCA Tampa Bay about the, the addition of Spot to the SWAT team, the robotic dog. That's awesome. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we, we, uh, we're, we're, we're expanding the family. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Mayor, and have a great Thanks, National Puppy Day, and we'll be seeing you soon. Hopefully, we'll see you at Pet Walk. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you.
Walk Costume Contest presented by Love My Dog Resorts. You can win big prizes for you and your pet while you help raise money to support SPCA Tampa Bay. Log on to PetWalk.org to register and find out more information. I'm Ed Montaneri, St. Petersburg City Council. I'm here in North Straw Park with my dog, Jet, that I adopted from the SPCA. On April 2nd, we are having a pet walk here in downtown St. Petersburg. Did you know it costs $25 a day to house a pet at the SPCA? This event is a major fundraiser for SPCA Tampa Bay. To join is easy. Registration is free between now and April 2nd. You can start a team to help raise funds needed to care for animals at SPCA Tampa Bay. They'll have pet health experts, a fun walk around the park, and a pet costume contest. So I hope to see you and other pet lovers in on April the 2nd here in Straw Park. So Jeff, what kind of costume do you want to wear? a very important story and that is from Doc Lopez because if you're coming today to pick up a puppy how do I take care of it when do I need to get it vaccinated spayed neutered and all of that great information we have it right here on the for all podcast with Doc Lopez What kind of vaccines do puppies need? Well, there are a number of vaccines that puppies and dogs need, uh, including the distemper parvo vaccine, the DA2PP. That's a number of respiratory and gastrointestinal viruses. And those are important to get because they can cause a lot of disease and sometimes mortality in them. We also think about vaccines like the rabies vaccine, which is a legally mandated vaccine, and other vaccines like influenza and leptospirosis. So why do puppies require a series? Well, typically animals are born with some immunity from their mom and over time that wanes down. We want to time our vaccines so that they're starting to boost immunity just as it's waning from mom. And that typically takes uh, three to four vaccines starting around eight weeks of age up until about 16 weeks of age. When should my puppy be spayed or neutered? Well, it's actually kind of become a controversial question, but traditionally we thought about neutering them relatively young, somewhere between four to six months of age. And for the most part, that's pretty good advice. If you have a specific breed, um, something like a Great Dane or um, a Golden Retriever or Rottweiler, there's some new information that might change those dates. So you want to talk to your veterinarian about potentially delaying their spay or neuter until they're just a little bit older.
So how should you prepare for a new plea in the home? Well, you're going to need to plan for a lot of energy and time involved with a puppy. You have a new baby in the house, and they tend to want to explore the world, so you'll have to look at the house from the perspective of their eyes and their mouth in particular. They like to chew and play with everything, put everything in their mouth. So you'll have to think about things they can pick up, things that might put them in danger, like electrical cords, uh, certainly any valuable furniture or clothing that you might be laying out. Those are things you want to watch. You'll also think, need to think about getting your uh, puppy to uh, a veterinarian pretty quickly, and they can help guide you on how to work on preparing your home and your life for having a puppy around. So when should I start thinking about training my puppy? Well, training actually starts the day you pick up your puppy. Uh, it may not be official training, like sit, stay, and things like that, uh, but you're going to be working on socializing and getting your puppy ready for life. Uh, and those are the things that are going to happen right from the beginning. It's going to be a little rough at, at the beginning, but you'll have to work on consistency with everybody in the family to make sure we're all on the same page. Socialization is the big part of this, so getting them used to events and people and experiences. But formal training itself uh, probably starts by the time they're about three to four months of age. There's a lot of puppy classes out there. Uh, really good quality stuff and I would recommend that every puppy attend a formal training series. And thank you Doc Lopez. Dobby was looking at my monitor over here like watching, listening to every word that Doc Lopez said and also thinking, wow, in about 30 minutes Somebody's going to be taking me home, so I need to get him back down to his kennel where you'll be not staying. You'll be finding a home here here pretty soon along with uh, 16 of, of your other puppy friends. Hey, we had a contest on social media, as we do for every For All podcast here at SPCA Tampa Bay. I think it was a, a then and now. What does your dog look like as a puppy, and what do they look like now? Let's roll through some of those participants to see what they uh, look like then and now. This is Kristen Davis. Look at that old pup on the right. Smart, intelligent, wise in his years. This is our own <laughs> Christy Kohler's dog. Okay, Christy Kohler, one of our SPCA Tampa Bay folks. Not eligible to win, but eligible to enter. Beautiful looking pup. Much larger now. This is a dog named Izzy. This is a dog named Izzy. Not sure who sent this one in via Instagram or Facebook, but uh, definitely has grown in its years. Loving that green grass. Saying, loving my home. Oh, this, oh that's like you, Dobby. Kind of, sort of. I don't think he got much bigger. <laughs> expected, but Dobby's about uh, three months uh, old. Not going to get much bigger than what he is. And I believe our next... Uh, this is our winner. This is our winner, Brian. Uh, working in law enforcement. I mean, come on, folks. This was an easy one for then and now. Look how little that pup is on the left. And then on the right, Brian and his big pup are the winners of our SPCA Tampa Bay swag. Hey, Hills Pet Nutrition, thank you. City of St. Pete and the mayor, thank you. Thank you for watching. Doc Lopez, remember, for more information on our For All podcast, just go to spcatampabay.org slash podcast, and you have to spell it P-A-W-D, podcast. And I think the next time we're on is mid-April. 
But we will be broadcasting on Facebook Live from our Pet Walk on April 2nd. Please go to PetWalk.org, start your fundraising today, and join us for the big party on that Saturday. And if you adopt Dobby, you can bring out Dobby and enter the pet costume contest too. I have to go take this pup back downstairs because he's going to get adopted. Thank you for watching, and thanks for the team for all your input and in making our National Puppy Day a success so far. It'll be even better once these puppies find a home. We'll see you next time.